0: podcast coach q another episode dropping it's hot we're dropping it like it's hot and this was another hot conversation that we partook partaked well whatever you want to whatever word you want to use we we had a great conversation with Rhonda hampton she's the race director for the umstead 100 mile endurance run which is just a run in the park that park being umstead state park in raleigh north carolina this run also happens to be my first 100 mile run and it was fantastic the north carolina ultra running association is the organization that organizes this event and rhonda has been the race director since 2015 and we talk about not only the race her running and how they dealt with COVID, and just a lot of the other um, fun facts that, um, that we discussed regarding Umstead and what it takes to put an event on like Umstead in a 100 mile race. And one of the cool things about this race is that it's eight loops in Umstead Park, 12 and a half miles each loop, about a thousand feet of elevation change each lap. Which may not seem like a lot for my listeners out in the West who live, you know, near the mountains, the Rocky Mountains, or folks that live in, you know, Appalachia or you know, along any mountain range. Over a hundred-mile race, a thousand feet of elevation change each lap, so roughly eight thousand feet, is still going to do some hurt, and um, and they're aware of that. And the other thing that makes this race really cool is just the amount of support that they pour into this race. And you know, the number of volunteers outnumbers, typically the number of runners that that participate in, it was about 250 if I remember correctly. And their goal is to get you to the finish line. And the aid stations are fantastic. They've got everything you would expect to be, or to find at an aid station. They have just a lot of support and it's a great run. And if you're thinking about doing an ultra marathon, or doing a 100-mile race, definitely put Umstead on your calendar. This is run in April, March, April, um, just kind of depending on on how things line up with the calendar. I don't want to say it is April, and uh, the lottery usually opens in September, and the lottery process is is well, it's just becoming, you know, the the rule and not the exception these days with the with the popularity of of, of ultra marathons and you know folks trying to get into you know qualifying races um specifically for for western states which is how i got into western so we talk about all that and her running like i said she's an ultra marathoner in her own right and has done many races that we're familiar with and also her own races that she's kind of dreamt up or not even races just runs because that's what you do when you like to run very far and you just kind of make stuff up and you go out the door and you go running so great great wonderful chat with with Rhonda and um again if you're interested in running your first hundred you couldn't pick a better race than the Omstead 100 to do it and um and you'll see through through the passion and and just in how she talks about Omstead that um that it's it's definitely worth putting it on your calendar so I hope you guys enjoy the conversation and let's go for a run
1: I'm kidding.
0: Well, we hope, right? (laughs) Uh, well, now that we got that out of the way, um, have you recovered from race week? It's been a couple weeks, right?
1: Uh, three, 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 three
0: weeks. You're probably already deep into planning for next year.
1: No, just starting. (laughs) (laughs) I have to have at least one week off one weekend off. And this was my weekend off. So
0: good for you. I've been doing a
1: whole, whole bunch of things. I actually made it out to the trail this morning. So it was
0: good. Oh, good. Which which trail? Which is your home trail? Is it, is uh, it to Umstead or did you go to a different one?
1: I have a, a large variety of places to run. And today I ran at the Mountains to Sea Trail. It actually goes all the yeah. way across North Carolina. And there's a small section. Well, I say small. Um, there's a section that runs by Falls Lake, which is fairly close to my house. and uh, I there.
0: Is that in Raleigh?
1: Um, it runs, it's North of Raleigh. Um, it's probably in Wake County, same, same County as, as Raleigh. Gotcha. Um, it's closer to Wake, it starts in Wake Forest, the section that we usually run and we can, I can run from here all the way across to Durham without any stops. Um, it's really nice. I actually did a, um, 60 mile run for my birthday and started at the dam on mountains to sea trail and then ran out 30 miles and came back 30.
0: And, and is that and is that
1: single track always. okay
0: okay technical very technical or is it smooth or both
1: it depends on what you call technical <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, get, get, it, give it give it our technical difficulties with technology
1: <laughs> it, it was compared to technology it's a one <laughs> <laughs> no it's a, you have to take the feet up and it's all single track but it's um no steep climbs nothing um it's it's an easy run rolling hills um basic single track nothing nothing bad
0: nothing fancy
1: no nice lake views and uh some some creek crossings you get to see some real nice um wildlife every once in a while uh herons are really big i get to see egrets during the summer it's all good
0: and when was when when did you turn 60 when was the birthday
1: and au- last august <laughs> oh
0: cool so are you a leo i am nice and,
1: and i will say that august 12th is not a in north carolina is not a great day to run 60 <laughs> miles on the trail
0: oh <laughs> uh, well any any anything south of the mason dixon i would i would <laughs> i would argue is, is is not fun to run in the summer
1: birthday well, runs you can't set right
0: right i'm a, I'm an august baby as well so oh
1: awesome which day is yours
0: august 1st Ah,
1: oh, cool
0: and i would have run 50 miles last year i turned 50 last year during the pandemic but some nagging injuries kept me from from doing it so i'm thinking about maybe doing it this year so we'll see
1: Though i wouldn't do it in georgia
0: go <laughs> <laughs> to <Get a> saskatchewan <laughs>
1: Given my experience on the August twelfth, <laughs> it, it makes me uh, think about seventy at seventy. I actually oh, did man. it as a um, as a charity run for a oh, cool nonprofit um, Chatham County Council on Aging, who their main goal was to help seniors stay in their homes. And um, I worked for them for three years. Um, it's a little bit too far to go, so I, I had to stop working with them. But they're still they still have my heart
0: so that's great that you could give back
1: yeah it was it was worth it everybody says do something special on your birthday and so it worked out it was a really wonderful experience
0: yeah and and, and in the heat and humidity you know that North Carolina brings so even more kudos to you
1: (laughs) I had 19 people who joined me at different parts along the trail and then I had four or five people who stayed with me for the 22 hours it took and uh, it was a wonderful experience Uh, actually I've been saying that I I didn't, I unknowingly threw myself a surprise birthday party. <laughs> was,
0: uh, I, maybe you're onto something. Maybe you should pitch this as a, <laughs> as a, as a, a, as a, you know, an event, or you maybe you could be an event planner instead of a race director and just help people set these up across, you know, when, when, when they reach these milestone birthdays, <laughs>
1: I called it 60 at 60. So I guess we can do 50 at 50. We could
0: probably and we could go into business if you want. <laughs> hey, you, breaking news guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Rhonda and I are going into uh into business. We're going to find all the nut jobs out there that like to run uh their age and miles. Um well, hey, let's 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 kick it around. <laughs> and and you know, it's it, it's interesting you mentioned that uh or the 60 at 60. I was looking at your ultra sign up and you've got and correct me if i'm wrong 62 ultras under your belt 62 63 <laughs> well that's what it's, the internet doesn't if lie it, so i'm going to assume that's true then, then
1: it's at least that um, there's a few that aren't on there but uh,
0: but the so, most recent one at yeah. least again not the 60 on 60 but you did you hari is that pronounced correctly or was it was last i say Yuhari. a lot of Uri. people okay. um, yeah and that was in 2019 different. correct
1: Yes, was that the hundred
0: yeah. or the hundred K? Which which did I did the hundred K? Okay,
1: and it, it takes about as long as a hundred. Sometimes it's a that's a really rough course. Um, that I would say, uh, uh, technically, that's on the ratings that they give. That's at least a four at, uh, from the one to four scale. It's a, they they say it's a non it's a relentless is what they call it, and it really is. There's no um, r- runnable spots that aren't trailed. And, um, it, it's a really wonderful, um, trail experience.
0: And that one's located in,
1: uh, in North Carolina, is North Carolina, Troy may be the closest town. Um, it's in the Uwari national park.
0: Got it. And are... That is not one that's organized by the North Carolina, by your, the ultra running association. Correct.
1: No, we only do, um, umstead as our, our our race um dan page actually does uh URI 100 okay, gotcha we think of them as a sister race they're almost the exact opposite of us um both they're in october and we're in april their 100 is is one of the hardest hundreds and ours is one of the easier hundreds and ours is really good if you're new and his is not really good if you're new.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh so if you're thinking of a hundred do umstead not Uhari.
1: (laughs) If you're thinking of doing a hundred the first time, do Umstead first, and then step up and do Uari because it's also a wonderful experience.
0: Yeah, and that's what I've heard. But I have heard also what you just mentioned is that it's very technical, very difficult, and yeah, you know, you need to go into that knowing that.
1: Yes, it is not your. It's not your regular (laughs) hundred.
0: It's not for the faint of heart. That's for sure. No. So what initially got you inspired to, to run ultras? What was it, uh, were you a roadie before? Did you run track cross country in high school? You know, what's, what's your or run gen story as I like to, you know,
1: so I, um, I was just into sports period as a kid. And, um, of course in high school that you played every sport. So the cross country came into that, um, track and field came into that. I, I didn't like running very far. I was kind of a lazy runner and, um, uh, <laughs> Uh, I was a sprinter <laughs> i caught a sprinter or middle distance for uh, in my days 440s and uh, way back the um uh, and then I, I liked half miles i even cheated um when we had to run a mile because it was too far and uh, but i i fast forward to um i was 40 and my husband was going to run his first uh, marathon i ran off and on um but no racing or anything, just running for fun. And, um, he's decided he wanted to do his first marathon. And I said, well, I don't see you anyway. So we might as well train at the same time. Sure. And, um, so we, I trained for my first marathon with him. I did not like marathons at all. You had to work <laughs> way too hard <laughs> for way too long. <laughs> and again, I repeat, I'm a lazy runner <laughs> and uh, I run for happiness and, um, and, if and I have to mar- work really hard, it, it's not happy.
0: <laughs> road marathons do not equal happiness for you.
1: No, no. Um, which
0: marathon did he run? Which one, which one did he run that was his first?
1: Our first one was the Raleigh Fulcrum. Oh, okay. Uh, back in around 2000, I guess. And um, then I ran four or five. Um, trail marathons were better, but it still wasn't as much fun. And um, I ran into Sally Squire, who's, who was the aid station captain for Umstead 100. And, um, she started talking about ultras and I started looking into it and I ran with her a couple of times in the, um, on a, I ran into her at a, uh, on a, just a marathon practice run for me. And we were running circles in this park. And on the first time I ran with her, um, I had run into her. And so on the first lap, I was running with her. She said, Oh, just wait till you finish your first 50. And then on the second lap, she says, well, just wait till you finish your first hundred. And I says, well, give me time to run my first 50 first. <laughs> Slow and, down there. <laughs> and then it was history after that. And uh, the ultra community here just um, brought me into the fold. And and it's you can run happy doing ultras. Rhonda can run happy doing ultras. <laughs> and,
0: uh, yeah, I've run into a lot of grumpy uh, ultra marathoners. Granted, it was in the middle of the night and things weren't going very well. so. <laughs> So which was your first ultra?
1: Um, JFK was my first 50.
0: I can't pick a better one.
1: <laughs> I love the trail part. I hated the, um, the other the road. path. Yeah. You're right. Uh, the path, correct. Yeah. The, the, um, uh, but they call that part the in between the road and the <laughs> and the fun part, <laughs> the boring part. <laughs>
0: right, right.
1: No, um, that was fun. I ran that a couple of times. My second um, one was something called Baker Trail Ultras uh, was my second 50. It was their first 50 ever. They were putting it on. It's part of the Rachel Carson series in Pennsylvania. And I was looking for something fun. And they actually were going to do a three part series. And at each, so you had a Northern, a Southern and a central section on the Baker trail that's about 150 miles long. And they were gonna have somewhat or have a 50 miler for each of them three consecutive years. And the pieces come together as a puzzle and I'm a puzzle junkie, I just love jigsaw puzzles. And so I thought this was the coolest thing. And um, you can, they actually, the Northern section is one is um, bronze, one is silver one is gold and you have to collect all three of them and they put it together into something called a baker pie that they give you a roll a marble rolling pin where then you can put all three of your metals together on top of the rolling pin that's cool and it was a really cool idea and uh, so i ran that for still pretty run that pretty frequently so that, so, that, that
0: that's still in existence
1: yes yeah that's a really great one, especially if you're up near Pennsylvania or take a trip up there. It's a really the it's a small race, but it's a real family feel and a lot of fun.
0: And what part of the, the state is that?
1: It's um, just north of Pittsburgh.
0: Okay. It's one yeah. I'm not familiar with, but I'm definitely gonna look into that one. Yeah. So when you the, read I it-
1: love the ward. It's my favorite. Oh, yeah. award.
0: <laughs> sounds really cool. <laughs> Because we—that's why we do it, right? We do it—we do it for the for the for the swag at the end. So I usually
1: you, don't do swag, but the puzzle really meant something to me. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, it was, it's it's creative and it's a it's a it's a great take yeah. on that. You know, I saw a post recently where somebody was—I um, think it was on Twitter—asked a question. You know, would you still run a race if you didn't get a medal or even a shirt? Just show up and run. And it was interesting to see the response from from folks because, um, you know, just the trend, at least with road races has been even obviously with the marathon, you get a medal and a half marathon, you got a medal. And then it seemed to be the trend of, you know, 10 K 5 K finisher medal, And there's been a lot of debate about if that should continue, or is that a good thing? Is that a good thing for the sport? You know, shouldn't we just focus on the effort, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that, what from what you described, that sounds cool because it's 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 putting together your effort from you said it was three races. Right? Yes. Yeah the three races. So it's 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 a different way of 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 honoring that accomplishment, which I think is is kind of cool. Yeah.
1: Agree.
0: And so after you ran JFK the first time, that was your first 50, you crossed the finish line, did you think I'm never going to do that again? Or did you did or was your response like this is this is it, man. This is what I've been looking for.
1: Uh I don't know what my initial response was when I was finishing, but when we um, we used JFK to continue on down and go to Kentucky to um, visit my parents for Thanksgiving, since JFK is the weekend before, uh-huh. and um, we were getting close to where my parents live, and which is they live just south of Cincinnati, Ohio, and we came to a sign that said uh, Cincinnati, uh, fifty miles, and my husband goes, "Do you want me to just let you out here and let you run into your house?" <laughs>
0: please tell me you did.
1: <laughs> well, I did not, but my thought was I can do that. <laughs> and from then on I was hooked.
0: <laughs> so you had some time to think about your, your achievement in the car and then you saw that, or he, he made that comment and your thought was, yeah, okay. We're going to try this again. Yeah.
1: I loved it from the beginning. I, I knew that's where I fit. The people are just incredible. The community is just um, there's not a better community. They're accepting. They give a lot. They um, care. It's just, um, I've never run into any other group that is as accepting to everybody.
0: And after you finished your, so after you ran JFK, your 50-miler, when did you move up to the 100-mile distance? Or which one was your first 100-miler?
1: I ran um, JFK in 2004, and I ran my first 100 in 2006. Which one was that? Uh, Umstead.
0: Oh, okay. My home. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I I couldn't have had any other one.
0: (laughs) It's like it was meant to be.
1: It's my family.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what was that experience like?
1: Um, That was great. Uh, Again, I I really enjoyed this and I don't go out to finish in 24 hours. I go out to have a good time. And, um, and I my friend again, Sally Squire, who was the um, aid station captain for Umstead was trained with me and we were able to, um, we ran with it together for about four laps. And then she left me because I was learning how to run a (laughs) hundred. And, um, then I caught her back up and up to her at the end, towards the end of the race. And, um, we just had fun the whole time. It was, um, again, I enjoy these. So it's, and I haven't never not enjoyed them, even if it's not the best feeling all the time. The end is always awesome, and the in betweens are usually awesome. It's um,
0: my experience with with folks that have done the distance is you're either going to fall in love with it, or you're going to do it once and be be good with it. Like, okay, <laughs> I did it, I'm done.
1: <laughs> I call those the bucket listers. <laughs> right, exactly,
0: exactly. It's, I did it. it I, I ran my hundred. Now I'm good. Now I'm going to go back to do something else.
1: Yeah, it's not for everybody. It's really not, and. Um, and some people would think the way I do it is why, but um, I truly enjoy it. And, um, and it's, uh, it's just fun.
0: So how many times have you run Umstead?
1: I've run Umstead um, two of the hundreds and two of the fifties. Okay, And then I got involved with um, the leadership and I made a promise that I wouldn't run it again. Because you need to put your whole thoughts into the race and not being worried about training for it and running and being there.
0: And what was that, what was that transition like or what was that trajectory of being connected with the race as a runner and then eventually moving into either as a board member and then eventually the race director?
1: It was slow. It was a slow transition. Sure. Um, sure. Blake Norwood was the original mm-hmm. uh, Umstead 100 race director. He, um, he, he had been, I guess at that point, he had been a, the race director for at least 15 years. I think when I came in, or maybe not quite uh, when, when math you I don't do well quickly, but um,
0: <laughs> when you, when you, when you came on board to run it or in the, into the leadership,
1: it, when you run umstead you become part of umstead
0: well this is um, true this is true i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna echo that because this is true
1: <laughs> it so we call the umstead 100 family and so actually when i ran my second hundred my husband may have already been working for the race volunteering wise and so he kind of pulled me in or blake saw me and what i like to do and how i did things um And so I started filling in when people couldn't do their jobs, like I would be the the cleanup person, I'd do the volunteer person, and just kind of going around and seeing all parts of the race. And um, then Blake decided that he would like some help and was looking forward to leadership further down. And I was lucky that he asked me if I would like to do it. And so I worked with him for over five years, um, uh, getting ready to take over. But I, my thoughts were, his, he would never give it up and I would just help because I like helping. <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you were almost uh, serving an apprenticeship.
1: Yes, yes, very much. So. And we'd like to do that all the way around. We, um, That's the best
0: way to learn, I think.
1: Yes, I agree. It, and it's really important um, to make sure that the philosophy and the ideas of your race and what your race has built and what you want your race to be continues in that same fashion. And um, that's my goal is to make sure that it doesn't change any from when Blake had it. And for the person following me, I would like for that to be their same goal so we can keep this going and nobody really sees a difference. My favorite word for 2015, which was my first my first race, and actually it was six months after Blake had died. Is that the comments that came back was that the race was sli- seamless? Nobody could really tell that it wasn't Blake leading, and that was uh, that made me feel really good.
0: That is, and, and yeah, testament to not only your leadership but the entire yeah. you know machination of the yeah. or the machinery of the of the of the of the event.
1: Yes, and um, it, and Blake and all of the other people who helped him make Umstead what it is. Um, you could just tell that it really continued through. And the other staff, um, my, our staff is incredible. Uh, Everybody does it for the love of the race. And it's, um, they step up and they do things. We're a really good team that works together. No one person is more important than the others because everybody's job is, has to be done for the race to happen. And it works really well.
0: Now, Blake is the, he he's OG. He's the, he's the mastermind behind creating this event. Or one of the one of the OGs, correct?
1: One, yes. Um, Tom Noon, Noonan is the other guy, and then two others helped him after they decided to um, to make it a hundred miler. Um, the original story is that Tom and and um, Blake were training for Hard Rock, and so they needed to run a hundred miles before they did Hard Rock one hundred. <laughs> God. <laughs> To train for Hard Rock because right, Umstead, right. Our, our training is not even close, right? Our area, and um, so when they were training, uh, a couple other guys helped them while they were training, and then they all came up with the idea that we needed to have a hundred, but nobody wanted to take the leadership of it except Blake, and so all the others helped Blake to uh, to make make Umstead, and uh, it's, uh Jerry Dudek's the other name. I, I probably should name all of my guys: Charlie Barnes. Sally Squire came in later um, to help with the aid station as the race developed. Uh, Joe Luigiano was assistant race director for almost the whole time. Uh, He just retired last year for us and he's still the major player for us now. Um, He ran actually this year, he ran 50 and then in 2019, he ran 50. He's also this year, he was 78. (laughs) Oh man. So it's pretty incredible.
0: It is very uh, incredible. I'm still amazed at the number of of, you know, older runners. And by older, I mean, you know, 70 and up that, that I've seen at ultras and, 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 and being competitive and and being able to keep moving. And and I can only hope that at when I reach that age that I'll, I'll still be able to, to get out there and get it done.
1: Yeah. And you can, you just have to want to.
0: Exactly. 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 So, so do you, so I believe that training run was 94. And so the first official Umstead is 95. Do I have that correct?
1: I believe you're correct.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Do you remember off the top? Yeah, I believe
1: it's, I believe nine, um, I'm trying to think because numbers are terrible for me. And, um, if I don't have it on the side of my shirt, I forget. I believe, uh, 1994 was their first run. And then I think actually 96 was the, official. Well, wait, wait, let me think. Um, 2014 was the 20th running. So then it would have been 95. That's correct. Okay. okay.
0: Correct. Yeah. And, 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 and I can't believe I haven't asked. How did he do at Hard Rock? Do do, do we know?
1: I don't know if they did. I don't know if they went. <laughs> I'll, have to,
0: I'll, I'll have to look it up.
1: <laughs> yeah. I. For some reason. No, I think they did, but I don't think they finished. Um, and the the interesting thing is Blake was a is one who liked to do race as fast as he could and challenged them that way and um, the thing at Hard Rock that bothered him was that the miles would be about 20 minutes and he was not used to doing 20 minute miles nor was he were used to worrying about cutoffs and that and I think the because of the changes and everything and the um, elevations being something he wasn't used to uh, I think I don't know if they finished or not i i don't remember
0: that course is a little different than umstead <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a little different than north carolina yeah 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 even <laughs> in the rough spots where we can train <laughs>
0: right, right. so you you had mentioned that um he he passed away in 2014 correct
1: yes yes is correct
0: and so then you assume the the race directorship um for that 2015, 2015 was the first year that you were the race director, correct?
1: So we, he gave me leadership at the end of the race in 2014, he had finished after 20 years, he was ready to, to, to hand it off. Right. And, um, and he handed it off at noon on, on the race day of the 24 or of 14, nice. so that he didn't have to do the cleanup. <laughs> <laughs> so well played. he was only nice and smart <laughs> yeah.
0: well played blake
1: <laughs> no that was fun it i i miss him a lot he was he was a he is he a wonderful person and a really wonderful mentor it's uh
0: and so when you when you went into your first umstead 20 which by the way 2015 was also my first umstead and first hundred so we have that in common oh cool um, well Thank what, what, <laughs> yeah. So what, what knowing that, you know, obviously you're still dealing with the loss of, of Blake, who is a longtime race director founder and, you know, brought a lot of heart and energy to the event. What was that like for you taking the helm of this event still processing, you know, the loss of, 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 you know, the, 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 the originator. Did I lose you?
1: No, I'm here. Oh. I'm just thinking <laughs> I'm a, a I I'm a loss for words. Um, I think the, the biggest thing for me was not to let down any of our runners who were our, or the staff who, who stayed with me. Most of them were with Blake and stayed when I took over, which to me means a lot. And, um, but the runners who, we have a lot of runners who are uh, multi- uh, finishers and, um, there's probably six or eight that, are uh, were, when I took over, I had more than five or six finishes and some had had 15 to 16 finishes and not letting them down, letting the, letting the feel of the race be exactly the same. Um, that was, that was important and it was a, a heavy load to carry, but mm-hmm. because everybody was, so good at doing everything they need to do I didn't have to worry because they all carried everything and all I did was point and tell them what to do I always say that my job is telling people what to do and everybody else does all the work they- <laughs> so I feel I have the easy job I don't know.
0: in some ways yeah when you surround your when you're surrounded by people that are just as devoted and you know capable it makes yeah. your job a lot easier
1: yeah they're really awesome
0: and what do you, what be obviously Blake brought a lot of personality and his own energy to the event? Beyond that, what makes Omstead such a special event?
1: You ran it. What do you think? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm asking the questions here. Ron.
1: <laughs> no, I, I think you run up a, across my um, humble line and braggart line. Um, to me what makes makes umstead special is it's really uh, family oriented and then we include the crew as being part of the team um the the thing that was really neat with what blake and tom and charlie and and jerry set up is when they were doing ultras and they would go to all different ones their wives were their crew and um when they would be out in the middle of nowhere their wives wouldn't have anything to eat because nobody would give them anything from the aid stations. They would um, you know, and they worried about their wives. And so they didn't run as well because they were worried about their wives. And <laughs> with and I don't mean that bad, but I mean you worry about your crew right, when right. you're running. And um so they they decided that when they had their race that that would not happen. And if and we would feed crews and we would make the crews part of the team especially with first timers. If, if you're not helping the crew help the help the runner, then your runner's not going to be as successful. And, And it is our, I think that's what makes it special. We want everybody to finish and maybe everybody else feels that way too, but we truly, as all each volunteer, each volunteer pacer, each staff member, we all want every person who comes to make their goals. And, um, I don't know if that makes us more special or anything, but I do think that in, as an in ultras go, it makes us special. It's. Um,
0: well, I think so. I, you know, I, I, agree. I think the, the, the vibe or not think, I know the vibe of the event was very welcoming, you know, all the volunteers that were on hand were incredible. Um, and even though the what's what I'm looking for even though um it well let me ask it differently or well differently you haven't even <laughs> heard the first part of the question <laughs> so, what, what I liked about it was obviously the 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 sense that you were almost outnumbered by the support that was at the race if that makes sense so I knew I was showing up my family was there and I knew that one of the, th- the cool things about it for them was Well, there are a lot of reasons why I picked them, but this one was you're doing a loop course. You've got a lot of aid on the course. It's, it's, it's about as well supported as a hundred mile race can be. Right.
1: Yes, I think so. Well, we're really fortunate because it is the loop and we have the, um, the setups with the aid stations that we have. The group camp makes it really well. And we have a lot of things that others can't don't other races don't have and so they're not able to do like a lot of people can't feed families or or crew members because it's hard for them to get food to the aid stations way out in the middle of nowhere so we really are fortunate and um, i think that's why we made the niche with first time 100s is because they're not going to get lost their families can be close um, there is, we can have a ton of support because our aid stations are located in the same place and you're correct. We usually have over 300 volunteers for our 250 runners. <laughs> so, it's, so it is well supported and, uh, but we're lucky because of the venue. And I think Blake was really good at understanding what he had and then how to make it best fit into the community and, and to help the community, the ultra community to grow, that's one reason we have the um, 50 option is because he wanted to have uh, local people be able to run their first 50 and still sleep in their own beds. And by doing that, he they were able to grow the ultra community. And we have a wonderful, huge ultra community here. And um, uh, yes. <laughs> before I go on with thumbs <laughs> <laughs> it's, so he, they built that and I think that's why we're special I think his foresight and knowing what people would need to be successful and we have more personal records that are here a friend of mine that I met at the Baker Trail Ultra that I talked about earlier had never run uh, below 25 hours in any race he had done and he came here and he ran in 22 hours nice and um, we're, we're a really great course for, for records. Um, so you have the support, you have the course that does nobody um, that basically there shouldn't be any tripping issues. If you even barely pick up your feet in an ultra shuffle <laughs> <laughs> and, and you should, uh, I did say get lost. Right. And you have all yeah. the support that you need. So um, he, he knew what he was doing. I think that's what makes us specials because he really had the foresight and what all do ultra runners need? to be successful and he put that in everything that he designed in the race
0: and and as far as you know the layout that the layout that we know of today that loop is that the same the original loop or has it gone through Mm -hmm. a couple of different um you know has it gone through any facelifts in terms of how to lay it out what what made the most sense etc
1: yeah it changed a lot the first one was out and back um five Ooh. miles out and five miles back and there was 10 10 oh, out God. and back. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why i love my repeaters who oh, like geez. louise mason finished 20 uh 20 races with us and or 20 hundreds with us in 2019 and i think she had started in in 1996 and so she had run a lot of her races on the yucky courses, is what I call them, because they had there was a really steep hill that they had to go up. Um, the road was not maintained, and it was more of a forest road. And um, in 2005, I think it was two, th- no, 2006. I uh, was the first time. So my first hundred was the first time on the course that we're using now. And um, oh, before course. that, they were ten miles out and back.
0: Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so would they start at 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 the present day headquarters go out and then come back?
1: Um yes, and they would actually start down at the dock on the lake and they would have to oh. run all the way up the hill past the dining hall. Okay. Out. Um then they would go to um I'm trying to think where for in 2015 if you remember there was a water stop too. Yes. Um, that used to be the turnaround oh, and they God. would head back
0: <laughs> so the the second water stop that you found after the tavern is that right uh, no, that's wait.
1: the third water stop or oh, the third yeah. water stop right no okay yeah, okay now, i other re- one was before that sorry. i got you
0: I rem- i'm remembering now yes. Yeah.
1: yes yeah so they would turn around there and then they would head back and then they'd have to go down and run across the dock Hit, come back and go back up the hill and they did that for the first five and then they didn't have to go to the dock um in the night so um i think he was afraid people would fall off into the, <laughs> into the lake and then we'd lose them but uh, <laughs> god
0: so this past year what obviously um if i'm not mistaken you guys did cancel for during uh in 2020 correct
1: yes it was it was canceled for us and was that helped-
0: the help me i didn't
1: have i didn't have to make the decision because well, that, was, we were getting ready to make the decision and then the park pulled the permit
0: yeah that makes the decision much easier <laughs> <laughs> although that doesn't mean that the participants will be as understanding but it does make your job much easier
1: i will tell you that uh, nobody gave me a hard time over us not having the race
0: well here, here's a quick aside, and this is, this is not pitting ultra runners against road runners, but I race direct um, a handful of events, and, we had a, and we're had and we here in the Georgia coast, and as you know, we're susceptible to hurricanes. And one year, um, and I forget which year it was, the, the governor you know, issued an emergency um, declaration and said, you know, everybody along the coast up to, how, I forget how, how many miles from the coast out inland here's an evacuation order We you have to you know do xyz and the race fell i think it was the week i don't remember the exact timeline but it it there's no way we would have we would evacuate and then by the time the storm pushed come back and then still put on a vet you know what i'm saying so we sent out an email and sent out everything to everybody said hey guys you know obviously we want to have this event but we have to cancel it because there's a hurricane coming and <laughs> we don't know what the what the what the conditions of our our area is going to look like afterwards because you know there's you know we don't know yeah. how how long power is going to be out yep. flooding you know all that stuff and some of the emails that we received <laughs> would make your blood boil i was like yeah. guys it's a hurricane we have no control <laughs> over that you know but we got through it with humor and alcohol yeah. and also- <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I really try in times like that to um, focus on the positive ones because absolutely if, if you don't look at the positive and you just let those go I think you're we're all missing the point there's always going to be someone who complains about something but to get people who who do nice things for you when it's really bad those are the people you really want to focus on um, and we ha- I had people who we so for two thousand nineteen our before that our normal thing and on our and on our um uh, uh waiver is there's no refund you know no matter what happens there's no refund and so we had always had been pretty um, always stood by that because we had had hurricanes before and had to cancel races mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, but one of our rules is no refunds no transfers um because it just makes our life easier we're all volunteers and um but this year was a little different to me because I just, I, I didn't feel that it was real say, real, real fair to, well, let me go back in 2013. I was supposed to run, um, grindstone okay. and, and the, um, uh, the that's when they stopped paying the government people, all of the, the government, um, employees. Mm-hmm. And so the, um, the uh, park or national forest and parks that the grindstone course ran through closed and he lost his permits um park i can't remember his last name um but he lost all his permits and he couldn't have the race and this is maybe two weeks before the race
0: oh good god
1: and and he let everybody into the race the next year or, and I don't know if he refunded them, if they didn't go to the race or, uh, or what, and that, that had a, that meant something to me that he had done that. So I had always, even though we had the no refund thing in there, I was always like, well, what was, what would I do if something really, really happened? The no refund, if someone hurts themselves or their niece decides to have a wedding, you know, I understand not having refunds for all of that, but, you know, if, if something comes through and it, it shuts everything down Yeah, maybe he did a, he did a wonderful thing by giving the, the deferrals. So I, we decided that um, I went through, I did my whole budget and figured out how much would I need to make it work the next year. And um, we gave um, $140 refund or deferral to the next year of 140 off of the 180. And um, that was take, taken really well by their and runners
0: how, and how many how many who deferred uh ran this year Do you know well
1: who? originally about 300 were going to <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> and i think they were really holding on hoping that we would get to defer again because a lot of people did not train well <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> so they ended up dropping and i still gave them the refunds because i said i would and that's a, something else that's really important that Blake does. is, If you say you will do something, then you have to follow through on that, sure. whether it's that you'll have olives at the aid stations or pickles at the aid stations. If you <laughs> said it, you do it. And uh, so uh, we, I, I, what my big thing this year for d- refunds was I didn't want someone to say I'm coming, even though I have, I've been exposed to COVID because I can't afford not to. I, do, I can't give up that 140 $180. And I did not that, want that to be um, to be a choice for them. Sure. So, but if I gave it to them, I would need to give it to somebody who broke a leg or whose niece was going to have a wedding all of a sudden.
0: <laughs> sure. Sure. Because
1: you can't say, Oh, you didn't have COVID. So you don't count. You know, if, if one person counts for one thing, they all count for everything.
0: That's great. That's and, true. Uh, so, so in so- thinking, so, 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 so paint a picture for us in terms of the organizing of an event, that even though you're contained in the park, it's looped. It's not without its its own organizing, you know, uh, positives and negatives. You know, a, a race that's point to point and single track, and it's you know very technical, and the uh, eight stations are remote has their issues that they have to contend with. Umstead, what are the what are the issues? What are some things that that you would, that that folks would not think is an issue, but it's one of those things that, you know, I'm, I got to make sure I deal with this or else this event is going <laughs> to, it's not going to go well. Parking too many yeah.
1: volunteers, <laughs> keeping them all busy. Parking, parking is our big, is, is a big problem. And it's one of the pro- reasons why that we can't grow from the 250.
0: Oh, um, okay. We
1: just, we can't, we don't have any place to park and each year the park kind of reduces it a little bit more by putting a rock here or a rock there big rocks that <laughs> you can't move. And we have a really great relationship with the park and um but their first goal is to keep the park in a park condition and they're they're really good to us but you know they still make sure that that we follow what they want and and I do follow what they want because it's important to them and they understand that we use the camps in a totally different way than anybody else who uses the camps. And so um, making sure that we give the park the respect that they need is maybe something we need to do more than most people do on on their courses because we use it heavily in one place. Like if you just start or you just go through a certain section, um, you know, and one aid station is only has to be there for 12 hours or less. it's different when you have an aid station going on for over 30 hours and probably, and then for four hours on either side of that, because people are still around it. Um, I think that's, that's something people probably don't think about too much. We are able to have lots of volunteers, but again, people love volunteering for our race and, um, sometimes having enough for them to do is a challenge and finding things, um, ways to make sure that, um, You have enough spots and everybody feels needed and everybody, um, gets, gets to do the jobs that they would like to do. That was another thing that Blake really did well was, um, he, he doesn't want people to do anything they don't want to do. Um, volunteer wise, if you're not happy in your volunteer job, you're not going to make the runners happy either. So we would always try We always try to make sure people are in the places they like the best. And, um,
0: somebody still has to clean the portal. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And you know, there is somebody who wants to, right. <laughs> there is somebody for every job. And I've been amazed. I, I did do uh, the nonprofit I talked about. I was a volunteer coordinator there for three years and um, there really is somebody for every job. And uh, the same thing at, at the race. Um, I, I knew who I needed to call to say, Hey, this toilet's plugged. Can you come unplug it? <laughs> And they didn't go, ooh, no.
0: (laughs) Fantastic. You know, it's interesting you talk about parking because I also, I volunteered in 2017 and I signed up. I was strategic about how I was going to do it. And my first shift was at the Tavern, which um, is on the other side of where the headquarters is located. And then I was, I had a little bit of a break and then was going to help at the headquarters. So the the great thing about the park is, or at least the eight station or the tavern, there was parking what a hundred yards from the location. I was able to park, plenty of parking, walked down to where the eight station was located, checked in, helped out. I forgot how long I was there. And then afterwards, you know, drove and then, you know, entered the park from how everybody normally would, and then was able to find. Parking really easily, and you know, rested a little bit before I started that volunteer shift, and um, so everything was seamless. So it worked out really well for me. I don't know, I don't know about anybody else, but it was it was fantastic for me.
1: Yay! That's my favorite part about race directing is from the runner side. If it's seamless and organized, and they they appreciate everything that was done, I'm like, oh yay! <laughs> it looked that
0: way. <laughs> And it, you know, it was a different experience too, because I had run the race. So I, I knew yeah. what to, I knew, I knew what to expect. I knew, you know, the, early, you know, how everyone looks great and excited the first lap and by the lap six, seven, and eight, <laughs> things are a little different and and the needs are a lot different for, yeah. for the yeah. runners. And, you know, you approach them differently and, and, yeah. and you, you, you just figure out the, the kind of the rhythm of the event and that helps you find your yeah. rhythm as a volunteer. And, and, you know, it was, it was, it was great.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, I, I love the event. I love the event as a, a non, just a regular volunteer. And I love them. I loved it as a, men, as a mentee underneath Blake, and I love it now. Um, but again, it's, it's the people, it's the volunteers, it's the runners. They're all special. Um, I can't tell you how many people told me to keep their refund uh, in 2019 just um, and put it towards the race because they knew that we had things to cover. We are all volunteer. Nobody gets paid. Everything goes back into the race and into the park. Um, And um, I appreciate that people that people see that and understand that. And um, they have been very kind and very understanding through all the COVID stuff.
0: Has there been any discussion about putting on another race, you know, at a, at a different time of the year, you know, as a way to either for growth or for fundraising, anything like that?
1: If you have someone who wants to lead it and get the volunteers, (laughs) I'm sure somebody would run it. (laughs) We, um, we put a lot into the race and the board wise, and technically I'm not on the board, um, Cause the race director can't be on the board, but, um, the, uh, all the board members are happy with the hundred. I, we have, a lot of people ask us to have a 50, but with the park and how busy the park is, um, no one has decided they would like to uh, lead that effort. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just curious.
1: <laughs> you moving to North, to North Carolina anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs>
0: You'll be the first person to, to, to know if, if i do one of the other things that that what i remember from when i registered or was thinking about running um my first hundred is the registration process for well it seems like for all the ultras or a lot of hundreds the, the registration is overwhelmed you know the, i think the 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 motivation and i think even now even though we're we're coming out of this pandemic you know, there's just a lot of interest in, in, in registering for races. And, and Amstead is, is, is no stranger to that. Um, Talk a little bit about that.
1: There's a, I I think you're hitting on the thing that there's two kinds of ultra runners, kind of like the same thing in a bathroom. There's people in a bathroom who put the toilet paper roll (laughs) on there and people who don't. So there's people who like lotteries and there's people who don't like lotteries. <laughs> and the um, we, we, we as a board and as a Umstead 100 family have talked a lot about, you know, would we want to do a lottery um, or do we want to do um, first come first serve? And so we kind of have an in-between that we ended up with. I don't see any difference in a lottery and in first come first serve uh, on the computer. Yeah, and some people who like the lottery say, no, it's not as fair if you have better computers. I know people who who were in their car on their phone in the middle of nowhere and they got in the race. (laughs) (laughs) I know people who stopped and went to a hotel that they were not part of and went to the business center and got on in the race. I know people who get in every time that they choose to online, and then I have people who say I tried six times and have never gotten in. So I think it's the same as a lottery. It, you know, I enter lotteries and six times I won't get in. <laughs> so, you know, so I don't. And we get a really good spread of male, female, uh, ages. Um, you know, it's we really did look at all the statistics and everything when we're making our decision, and we really don't think that there's too much difference. Um, so what we did do though, because there are people who like both is we do our first, um, we take 250, um, for the general. And then I have 45 that we will, that we usually pick through something called second chance lottery. Mm -hmm. Mm And, um, and so if you like a lottery, go that way, you don't have to do the other.
0: Well, wow. um. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a second chancer. I did not like the lottery. <laughs> I had two computers set up. I had one Ugh. to my left and one to the right and I was sitting there refreshing it and you know the issue was is I wasn't I, I got into almost a, a rhythm of just refreshing that yeah. I actually think I, I I got into the registration page but was so used to having my finger click you know refresh <laughs> that I knocked myself out. <laughs> so have there's, you a, ever, there's a lesson kids
1: <laughs> did you ever see the um big bang theory on the episode where they were all trying to get into comic-con and they're all sitting there and they're like refresh, 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 refresh.
0: no i didn't i'll have to see it now but that's exactly <laughs> what i was doing i was refresh 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 and then it, you know we got i was and i was also tracking the facebook page because uh, i think yeah i think that year it was this would have been the fall of 2014 the, oh, yeah. the updates were, you know, okay. We're live, okay. Yeah, I was yeah. tracking that. I'm like, oh, darn it, darn it, refresh, refresh, darn it, you no. Know? And then when it closed, I was like, damn it. Yeah. And then remembered the second chance. And so right away, I printed that bad boy <laughs> it, up, sent it in. And then when I got your email, I was like, yay, <laughs>
1: it works. There, there's some interesting thoughts though around what you were saying with the two computers. Is um, is it cheating or not cheating?
0: Oh, interesting.
1: To use multiple computers, and I would have never really thought about it. But we have some people like we'll use six computers, some use one and get in. You know, I us as a community, I just wonder what people feel about that. You know, sh- should it be however I think I can get in, I can get in, or should I just try my one computer, or should I have six people trying to get me in? <laughs> you know, um, those are all things that we've run up against, and you know, I'm not going to patrol people,
0: <laughs> sure, sure.
1: You know, it's, um, but it has come up with people discussing, you know, which way do you go? The the multiple computer thing is an issue if you do first come first serve, you know, and then you have people just not liking lotteries. I don't usually enter lottery um, races, um, because I don't like lotteries. I won't say I won't do it, but I don't usually. And so, um, you know, what do you do? We do have tried to do some things to, um. With If people get in twice is always an issue because we're trying to, you know, make sure who all we have. And sometimes if people have um, someone else trying to get them in too, that, um, that's not nice if they get in and they kept somebody else from getting in. And um, yeah,
0: and by twice, you mean somebody that who double registered or yeah. was registered twice. Okay, I got you.
1: Yeah. And uh, we don't know that until it's all over and we um, go through it. Um, and <laughs> see their name twice. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but, you know, things happen. And again, everybody is usually really nice about stuff. And uh, I mean, there's, there's things that some people can do that aren't always nice, but for the the general public population of ultra runners, they're really nice, fair people. And um, so we don't usually run into too many issues. Sure. uh,
0: And do you, do you assign slots for um, either sponsors professional runners because i've 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 seen him there how do you guys know ha-
1: that so we have um we have seven different ways you can get into our race okay so we have a blake norwood memorial Award if you are a um full-time military we have a lot of, i call it a lottery award system for 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 those i save 10 positions for volunteers I, we have 10 positions that we save for 500, 1,000 and 2,000 club members um, so that I will fill 10 of those spots with those people. And then um, we have, oh, they're going to kill me for saying this one. Actually, for cleanup, I reserve two spots for people who will work eight hours of cleanup on Sunday, um, only cleanup um and we'll guarantee them an entry for two people who'll do that because we used to have a lot of trouble getting clean up not everybody every volunteer likes (laughs) clean (laughs) up but the um the thing behind that is the um um it can be only for your first for your first umstead and it has to be for the 100 not for the 50 and i know I said seven i may not quite have seven ways but there's a lot of ways to get in blake norwood the second chance entry, the general entry, the 500 club. Of course you had to be in at least 500 volunteer. Mm. So at least five ways to get in. And uh, so if, if you want in, you can find a way we do. um, If our major sponsors of over a thousand dollars, they can have one spot, but none of my sponsors ever take that. They just want to sponsor the race.
0: And then you just throw that entry into the, into the pot. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: So, and the, oh, and the, I forgot the leaks. Um, we save um, a few spots for leaks that usually they don't know when the um, when this, the USA races are or the 24 hour uh, gotcha. mm-hmm. races. And so they need to wait until closer to March or so to see if they can run or not. So I, I say leave op- openings for them um, until about March, and then I fill those with any waitlisters. And I say, waitlisters, um, well, I don't usually have an official waitlist, but if someone, if something happens, I should not have said that on podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll delete no, that. <laughs>
1: we, we try to be, we, I try to be as fair as possible, but again, I don't care whether my, our runners are elite or if they are 30 hours, it's just that they want to be in the race and each one is as important as the other.
0: Sure. Sure. But it sounds like you'll make some accommodations depending on the situation to work with folks to try to get them in if it makes, if it's, you know, not going against yeah. the rules of the event. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's why we say for the elites, which um, currently is 17 hours for um, com- for competitive entry or 18 hours for female competitive entry. But uh, but those may be changing because the 18 and 17 are are getting more and more common. <laughs> we might have to drop it. <laughs>
0: well, and one of and one of the other things that Amstead is known for is, is some wickedly fast times. Yes. You know, Mike yeah, Mike Morton still holds the course yeah. record, correct? Thirteen hours yes. and change.
1: Yeah, eleven minutes. yep.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's moving.
1: <laughs> and this year we had uh, thirteen twenty-two. That's right. Which is the second fastest time we've ever had. One year we actually had three times under 15 hours and any one of those times would have won any other race that we had had at that point but the guy who came in third and ran sub 15 still came in third
0: (laughs) third is third no matter how fast you and uh,
1: but any other time you would have won the race
0: and that's both men and women i mean you you, the the women's times have been very stout yeah yeah liza Liza howard right is 1507
1: yep, yep And, and she like wasn't to... she oh go
0: ahead. go ahead i know we're going with this but i'll i'll, I'll let you I'll, I'll let you tell the story No,
1: go ahead because you were there
0: no 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 no. you no no it was she 2015 was... you were there she, was it 2000 i thought it was 14
1: oh yeah you're right it was 14 so you tell the story because i wasn't were... there okay <laughs> <laughs> i keep thinking it was under my watch and it wasn't <laughs> um so she um we have a uh out, um, Uh, airport spur that you Mm -hmm. take on the way out but Mm -hmm. you don't run it on the way back in well she actually ran it the first time she went the airport spur out and back on second time on the first loop which is an a mile and a half further than she needed to go and then she was a um, a new mother and she stopped to to pump three times during the race and still ran 15 hours.
0: <laughs> so so, th- so, think about that, folks. She, <laughs> she ran extra and then stopped to pump. She would have easily been under 15 hours.
1: Yes, it was an incredible run. And she was so happy the whole time. It was so neat to watch her out there. It's, uh, and I, I'm not the first one to tell that story. That's why I felt it was okay to tell her story. But... <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I think I heard her. Yes. I might have heard her tell the story, or it might have been um, another ultra runner that was there the same year and and mentioned it. And it was like, God, I mean, I, I, hearing stories like that from other runners make you know always makes me feel a little inadequate, but even more so now because she stopped to pump three well, times.
1: <laughs> and and she came back in the morning and rooted in the twenty. 20- 28 nine and 30 hour runners
0: the golden hour runners
1: yeah yeah so it's um yeah she her name brings a smile
0: (laughs) oh absolutely and and you know i think anybody that's thinking about you know can i or can i not you know should should not just her story but you know that's definitely one of and 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 from what i know of, of of just what she's doing i mean she's active she's a parent she's working you know she's got a lot on her on her plate and know is able to do that so you know anybody out there that's debating whether they can balance a full life and train for a hundred mile or well there's some inspiration right there yep
1: yep
0: now one of the other cool things that i like about umstead is the logo very very (laughs) very straightforward just it's a kind of a maybe an isosceles triangle maybe not but you know, with, with the, you know, Umstead on it, and you know, it's just very straightforward. Has that been the original logo since the beginning?
1: Yes, okay. the original logo. And, and it's and going it to is stay that apologies. way. Yes. <laughs> My goal is not to change anything. Um, even the pink signs, I don't want to change, even though people are saying, oh, but for directions, they can't see those. How <laughs> can like, you not oh, see a pink categories. sign? <laughs> no, it's not very bright. <laughs> and so we're using the pink signs on the course. I am doing more um, directional signs for uh, traffic and um, all—we're changing out to yellow signs and stuff. But um, no, I'm—I'm known for um, not changing anything unless my team really, really thinks it's important to, to change. Because I'm like, well, Blake did it; he had good reasons. We're doing it this way. We're
0: <laughs> gonna stick with it.
1: Yeah, but um, again, close to the braggart humble line, we're—we have a really good thing here, and to get better we can't make huge leaps better but we can do small things that really help improve and and um, we try to do that and make the experience um a with the times changing and things you have to do for people liking different things but also um trying to um you know do get better but getting better by improving the way you're you've always done it. Sure. You know, so the expectations aren't changing. Um, I, I think um, this year we were able to, um, to take um, credit cards for the first time in the 26 years. Cause Blake and I, neither one like um, uh, technology as the start of this, <laughs> of the podcast. Um, but um, so because of that, it's um, you know, that's one thing that the, the newer runners were wanting how can I pay for it without a check or without you oh, because gotcha.
0: gotcha. none of
1: they don't do checks and cash anymore, right? And uh, so that that's an improvement without changing what the race is. Sure. And so those are the kind of improvements we try to make. I think we've done a lot with our parking and and improving that and, and how we um get people places. Um the one improvement I think that we've made in the last few years is the um in the group camp part where the course goes through the group Mm -hmm. camp Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and you you can drive down to the parking area but we have closed that for any for any driving except exit driving during the race and uh, i think that's made a a really big improvement on on both the race not the runners not having to deal with cars but also um uh, traffic Um, not going in and out for the other people that are there too there's a lot of crew down in there for their team or for their runner
0: has has the has the race have you guys explored or maybe you do this i don't i I don't know ways to use technology to broaden the visibility of the event you know our folks do you have a dedicated group of volunteers that you know are tweeting okay you know first lap leaders are coming through and this is what's happening you know kind of a little bit of a play-by-play like some of the other events are doing or live streaming any any technological stuff that you guys are doing
1: so the about as much as we can do because of what little bandwidth we can get to do
0: pretty much live
1: yeah live up-to-date we're fairly live up-to-date results we do have a texting that happens every time that your runner passes one of our three checkpoints. Um, you get a message that they pass there. Um, so I think we've done pretty good that I really wanted to do a, um, live screening or, um, Life whatever spin. you call it in streaming. <laughs> <live> streaming. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I wanted to, I wanted the finish and on on, um, on the internet and, um, Apparently it will cost a whole bunch for us to do that. So if there's anybody out there who would like to fund that for us, <laughs> uh, we're, we'll be on board
0: sponsorship but, um, opportunity here.
1: It's um, but apparently it, I have someone who's um, who does this, uh, was part of a, a Cisco, I guess. And she helped me with our race briefing and she didn't even have people who would be able to help us do that. And So I figured that we may not ever be able to, to do that, but, I'd love to, I'd love to be able to get the finish, especially this year, because we did limit only one person being able to be there for you. And I felt so bad. I had to write two or three letters and no, I'm sorry, your parents can't be there. (laughs) My parents were there for my first one and I know how important it is. And those were, those were really hard letters to write. Um, But again, we really, it was the most important thing was following our COVID plan and not causing any issues for the park who has gone to bat for us big time so that people could run and um, so I bit the bullet wrote the bad letters <laughs> what I call bad letters because bad letters anytime I can't say yes you're we can do whatever you want <laughs> but um, those are my hardest letters to write because I want everybody to have a good time I want their race to be everything that it can be for them this is a Especially since we look at first-time 100 people, this is a this is a life changing experience for them. They will not be the same person that they were that they towed the line as when they cross that finish line. They are a totally different person.
0: Amen to that.
1: And um, that's important for me to um, help them help them have this be that experience. Um, so saying yes to them, yes, you can have a your six, 16 year old son pays you the last lap, <laughs> you know, all these <laughs> things are important. And, uh, so yes, your parents can be there. I, it was really hard to write. No, your parents can't be there.
0: No, it's, I know. I know. I can imagine. And, and, you know, for somebody that is doing their first hundred to want to have their cheerleaders and the people supporting yeah. them is, is, is huge. And uh, I can only imagine, you know, the, the difficulty, cause you're thinking, yes, please come, but no, we can't because <laughs> of, because of COVID and kind yeah. of the year that we had back, back to the, to the live streaming. Is that because of the bandwidth and, and the signal strength that you're not able to get in the park? Is that primarily yeah. the reason? Okay.
1: Yeah, that's correct. That's correct
0: all right well i'm putting it out there guys let's see let's find a sponsor <laughs> or somebody there's probably a 12 year old kid that can probably figure that out who who knows technology but better than you and i did because we can't even figure out zoom to get this started.
1: i i have some really wonderful volunteers i have i have a lot of professionals that uh, volunteer and love the race and um when three of them told me no
0: (laughs) you're like okay
1: (laughs) it's true I I I have uh, people on my staff who um, have made their um, who have retired from gaming businesses and I have guys who are are um, uh, uh, programmers and uh, all kinds of stuff they they know what they're doing and uh, that's again we're so fortunate again nobody's paid we're all volunteers and I I that's, again, I ask people who need things from us, be patient because we are all volunteers and I don't push my volunteers harder than I, than we need to. And sure. so um, it's, uh, we, we lag a little bit in getting stuff up on the web sometimes because, you know, I'm not going to ask somebody to, to put something up six or seven times a week <laughs> every time someone drops or someone gets into the race or something. It's, uh, but anyway, that's my own uh, worries. <clears throat>
0: Now you've, you've been at the helm now, since or five, well, minus, well, no, you, you the race <laughs> director, even though there was a pandemic, what's been one of the, I guess, what's been one of the craziest things you've experienced? What is, what has been one of those? What, what's been, let's start there. When, what, what's been one of the craziest things you've experienced on race day or race weekend?
1: don't oh, know crazy how
0: <laughs> however <laughs> or, however you define crazy so, <laughs> so
1: what's the for me it's always when will the ball drop when will something go wrong and mm. i guess the crazy thing is that hasn't happened yet it's I'm always knock, i'm um, knocking on wood <laughs> yeah i am too that's that's my, on my head um it, so far um if it's dropped it's been able to be caught which is you Ooh, know like on that. the rebound and, yeah. um, you know, and I mean, I won't say that everything's been perfect. Um, I can't remember there was of a, we did, but I think it was when Blake was there, we had a guy run, um, attack some of our runners from the park. He was on something and, um, he, and that was really weird. He ran out and attacked them. And, oh, wow! Uh, yeah, that was really weird. And at that same year, a tree fell across oh, God. the path. And, uh, but I was riding around and I can't remember, I'm pretty sure Blake was there too. And we couldn't even tell that the park rangers had gotten in and cleaned it up before we even got it back when we, we ride around the course with the runners during the day.
0: That's impressive.
1: And we didn't even know it had happened. Someone had to tell us, Oh, and another time a guy got hit by a deer. Oh, <laughs> I guess those are kind of crazy things, but I don't know yeah, if it's been crazy. under my watch. <laughs> um, yeah it's what's a, been one uh, of the
0: cool what's what's been one of the coolest things you've you've seen or experienced i guess uh, just with with your association with umstead what's been one of the one of the coolest things you've seen
1: um louise mason did run in her tw- finishing her 20th run and uh was really that that having a female be our first 20th finish finisher was really important to me i like that that's um, two
0: thousand miles that's crazy
1: yeah and this year we had Mike Smith finished his. I have two men that I'm hoping will finish that have hung. One is 78 and it has had 18 finishes. That's wow. Tom Sprouts, and then Pete this year wasn't able to finish. The weather was really bad. Pete Lefferts, and um, he he's at 19, and so I hope to give him his uh, 2,000 mile buckle next year. I think that's pretty uh, the longevity of people and the ability in this sports oh God, yeah it's I mean, really be, crazy and amazing to me
0: it's been your 70s and you're going into your you know approaching 20 100 mile fit and that's just umstead i mean who knows how many other exactly. <laughs> 100 miles they've run
1: so mike has finished uh, well a few years ago he did his 100th at our at our race his 100th 100 and i know he's done at least one one or two a month sense so i suspect he's at least at 150 right now and he runs with us each year and that's pretty amazing my other favorite thing about mike is he runs he wears our shirt at every race <laughs> that's
0: great
1: and not just our race but every race of his
0: <laughs> i i've i've seen i've seen the shirt well on on social media with other races i've seen Umstead that that well and i'm 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 obviously I'll see it because I ran it. I have my own, but so I notice it, but I've noticed it many times in my social media feed, that shirt being worn at other races. So I think that's a Testament not only to your shirts but <laughs> to the event that people like to wear the shirt.
1: Yeah. It's really good. Um, I, I find a lot of those and I use Mike a lot for my, um, shirt, um, supplier <laughs> <I> say, <"Look, laughs> your shirts out there. <laughs> help me, <laughs> but uh, no, they're, they're, uh, all of my sponsors are really helpful, it's, uh, it's nice, so, it's, uh, I think the crazy thing for me, um, it, it's one of those, you never know what's good or bad kind of things, is um, I had an issue um, with my shirt people, it's the, there's a turnover, you know, they were going to give us our shirts, um, sponsors, um, we we're really fortunate that it was an ultra runner who started that for us and then when he left it changed trans- we i had worked with somebody else and then a few times and they changed over quite a bit and one time i had been staying up with them and i contacted them and about the shirts and they had left and they hadn't told anybody about my shirts
0: <laughs> oh god and,
1: and the year before they had started having these camouflage shirts and um, safety orange camouflage lime green camouflage And like, how can you have camouflage safety orange? Right. I mean, what sense does that make? But anyway, and, um, I did not like them. I thought they were awful. And, um, they said, well, these are the only shirts we can give you. We can give you the camouflage green or we can give you the camouflage orange. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And I said, Oh, well, I said, everybody's going to hate me. This is going to be awful. So I took the orange ones and, um, It is the best shirt ever. Everybody loves that shirt. (laughs) I thought that was crazy. So my team never listens to me about fashion or anything. (laughs) But that was pretty crazy. You know,
0: there's something about, I, I don't know what it is, but that seems to be the thing that people like that. Uh, I don't know if it's the orange, but that camouflage, people, it speaks to people. So, yeah, I,
1: my, the Mike wears the green one. He likes that one. And uh, Mike Smith, that is for all the races. But I, well, you can you can see people out on the course. You know, your your family knows you're coming. <laughs> so,
0: the deer might not. Yeah. But, but, but
1: that's... well, I don't think the guy who got hit by deer was wearing that shirt. So we don't really know.
0: <laughs> Maybe if he if he would have, he would have. <laughs>
1: But it's funny because um, Tom Noonan, who is also uh, ran with Blake on the very first Umstead 100, always likes the bright shirts. And uh, but Blake always overrode him and he got the the dark shirts or the not the bright ones. And I think um, I think Blake uh, chose me just so that I could stay uh, born in Tom's side because I go with the darker shirts and not the bright ones. (laughs) But uh, mostly kidding on that but uh, but Fair the enough. my you never know what's good or bad is that orange shirt I was, I was amazed uh,
0: you never know you never know i'm looking at the time and we're, a, we're well more over than an hour so i want to be mindful of your time yes. Ron. and i really appreciate you you know joining me and, and talking about your history as an ultra runner and and your work with the North Carolina Ultra Running Association in Umstead what what's so just kind of a couple final questions and then I'll let you get back at it. Um, what you, you've talked about how you know if it ain't broke, I'm not fixing it. You know we we've, we've got a great structure in place, we've got great volunteers. You know we've you know we got a rhythm that we're that we've that we found with with this event. What <clears throat> looking now that we've. Seem to be coming out of this pandemic and your experience with kind of everything that that brought what are you looking forward to and what are you hoping for with the 2020 wait what year are we 2021 2022 <laughs> <laughs> edition of the race
1: i think it was an amazing thing we did run into some stuff this year that we liked a lot and um we may end up changing <clears throat> we still have to um discuss it and everything on how we want to do it for sure
0: so changes Uh, that were as a result of the pandemic
1: yes uh, the um, yeah it's the one thing that it forced us to do is to try some other things that that it had been working and we didn't need to fix but because we had to change them in order to meet the COVID issues um we we um may be changing some some we won't be able to because of the park um one of the things we had this year that we never had before was the runners could have canopies and um that had been a park rule not to have those and um i think the runners really enjoyed that change and would like to see that happen in 2022 i don't know that that will or not because that's a park issue and not a round issue thank goodness <laughs> that's not a choice i, and by a canopy that, I want
0: to <laughs> right right and that, like right. they could have their own tent like a like one of those pop up yeah, tents covering. yeah like okay. pop up
1: and um the drive up um my registration people really like the drive up registration. Um, we, uh, I thought that um, I would have hated the, li- the, um, it, um, the internet race briefing, but that was a lot of fun. And we were able to answer a lot of questions. And, um, and I think that it actually helped the runners better than our um, race in person race briefing. So um we're going to look at that. Um, mostly, I, I'm looking forward to getting back to registration and everything being normal, no deferrals. <laughs> no oh <transfer>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot to keep up with for two years for someone who doesn't like numbers too much. <laughs> 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 and volunteer, you know, I have another job, and uh, keeping up with all that's a little uh, harder to do. Sure, uh, sure. But um, now I just I'm looking forward to being able to have the Crews be back up at headquarters. Um, I miss everybody in the dining hall, um, sharing and laughing and knowing, being able to. I think we can help the runners better when we can share that, and so I look forward to that being back. Um, not having them up up close and personal this time was hard. Um, one thing I really enjoy is um, I walked up through what I, I was calling Tent City because of all the canopies, and just talking with the. Um, the crews and how the pers- people were doing. Um, cause they have, they, they know how they're really doing. You get to see them as they come through the line and kind of talk to them, or I get to talk to them out on the road, out on the course, but, um, having their crews know, but better than that, if their crew's not doing well, if they're not taking care of themselves, then, uh, you know, we can help there too. And I, I like doing that part. And it was harder to do with them all spread out and not, um, up close to the dining hall. So those are things that we're looking forward to for 2022. Um, We haven't been able to um, get any more camouflage shirts, but I'll be looking for them because I know (laughs) everybody likes them. (laughs) Something bright and pretty.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, yeah. And so when does registration open and then, or when will registration take place because it fills up like in 10 seconds and where can people find information about about the race
1: okay um again our website umstead100.org we'll have all that on there the um traditionally it's the registration is the saturday after labor day okay and, um, i believe that's september 7th this year and the race is the april 22nd or excuse me april 2nd and 3rd which traditionally were the first weekend in april unless um easter's that weekend and then we go we can go either way So. um
0: September eleventh is eleventh is the Saturday. That's yeah. Saturday after the oh, Labor Day. Yeah,
1: I better check that then. Let's yeah. make sure we have I think it. twenty first. Twenty
0: first. Yeah, that's it.
1: Okay. Yeah. So that's it. That's September eleventh. You heard it here. We will have an advertisement in Ultra Running um, in the July, and August. Yep, yeah, the magazine. Okay. But the um, usually it's word of mouth, and people find us on our website.
0: uh, which by the way, I I love the website because it's, it's straightforward. You know, it's, 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 it, it just tells you what you need to know. And it's, you know, I, I I just really appreciate that. So whoever, whoever, whoever's doing your website,
1: (laughs) Chris Barrett, my web guy, he'll be, he'll be glad to hear that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I
0: mean, it is, you know, there, there, you know, it's right there along the side, there's a panel that says, here's information on the race. Here's the course here's you know some history of the results and um you know the the piece on Blake which is nice and you know it just has it and then you just click it and then there, all the yeah. information is there and it and it, and, it yeah. and it's not complicated so
1: yeah and so that's why we go by not complicated and old school that's my favorite word <laughs> and fluorescent shirts <laughs> And that's everybody else's favorite. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Yeah.
0: So, Oh, I know I, I do have one other question. So now, now that you're three weeks post race, um, what, what do you have? What do you have coming up on your race ca- calendar or run calendar?
1: Uh, I haven't picked anything yet. I would like to run a hundred before the year's out, but I haven't picked it. So it'd be one that ha- doesn't fill up right away, <laughs> I still haven't picked it. <laughs> but I'm thinking a hundred would be good. If not, um, probably 100k somewhere that Tammy Massey wants to run and um, she didn't run with us this year she's a 10-time finisher at Umstead 100 and she's actually been on the news for running as the unicorn near uh, in Maryland I don't know if you've seen that or heard of her I sure um, have yeah yep Uh, maybe one that she wants to run I'll run with her Uh, still looking I just um, because of COVID and all the effort Mm -hmm. around this I usually keep my base up higher than I did this time. So I'm not sure. Um, I said I wasn't running as much, so we'll build that back up and hopefully the hundred will be there for me.
0: Oh, I sure hope it will. And I, a, I would imagine that even if you can't find one, you're used to doing these things on you know, just, <laughs> you know, setting it up on your own. So you, know, <laughs> you <laughs> can do that too.
1: Not a hundred. <laughs> you not ran 60.
0: Well, you ran sixty. I mean, come on. What's forty more miles?
1: Well, I will say that my my goal is to do a hundred at a hundred. So I have to do one a year as my training, there you or go. one every couple of years. And um, so maybe I, my birthday run when I'm a hundred will be the hundred on my own.
0: <laughs> well, I, I will happily crew you if you do that. Uh,
1: thank you. <laughs> be careful what you ask for. <laughs> right. right, right.
0: Well, Ron, I really appreciate it. This has been uh, exciting and fun having this conversation and learning about your running in Umstead, a great race. And if anybody's interested in, in, in jumping into the 100 mile distance, you can't ask for a better event to do that, uh, to do that, <clears throat> to do that at than then the Umstead 100. So congratulations on this year and, and getting back on the, on the ultra on the ultra horse as it will and and best of luck with the rest of the year and and as you start planning for 2022 cuz it'll be here before you know it.
1: Yep, tomorrow. It'll be here tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> no, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed talking about Umstead for sure and uh, thanks again. It's been an honor.
0: Great. Well, thanks Rhonda again. Have a great rest of your day and uh, I'll let you know when this goes live and uh, you can spread the word and we can get more people excited about Umstead. All right. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening. And if you want more information, on how to improve your running and all the events that we're producing, check us out at www.qrunningco.com. That's qrunningco.com. Follow us on Facebook and also on Instagram at qrunning. Thanks again. We'll see you at the next run.